Hello, I hope everyone is well and staying safe. Now, for most of us at Rather Inventive, we work remotely. So for us, it's business as usual. But for some, it's going to be a period of hardship. And that's especially true for charities. So that's why I'm going to make our Inventive Marketing Club free to all charities for now and into the foreseeable future. I hope this small gesture on our part will equip them with the tools to help them find people willing to give a little bit more and support their good work. So if you do know of a charity who would benefit, send them over to ratherinventive.com slash club or ask them to contact me on support at ratherinventive.com and I'll get them set up. There's no cost and hopefully this will help. I wish you all the best in your businesses and if I can be of help in any way, do get in touch on that same email, support at ratherinventive.com and I'll do my best. Thank you and enjoy the show. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Rod. It's really yeah, nice thanks to for having me on our podcast. No, my pleasure. Very excited. Um, now you came along to one of my workshops. It was an SEO workshop. I did. Um, yeah. Was that last year? I think it was last year. Yeah, last year, like last year, <laughs> as in like a couple of months ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. It was uh, somewhere in Cheltenham um, HSBC. Yeah, I was like, under HSBC, which I didn't even know existed until I went there. Yeah, so it's really nice to meet you there. And then we met at a, I think it was a LinkedIn local event. It was uh, yeah this year recently. I was like, ah, I know. A couple that. of weeks ago. I yeah. I uh, we actually did a little video because you you were explaining that you're a magician to some of the people. Yeah. With and uh, it's like right, okay, right. My I need to video this because actually i want to i want to share that on linkedin it, it lends um, itself to video very well yeah it thankfully. does but i wanted to find out a little bit more about how you got into it you know what brought you into magic because i'd imagine you have to have quite a passion for doing it because it's a lot of hard work yeah there's definitely a particular type of person like, i was always very interested in the very weird stuff like when i was growing up i used to do origami i had all these weird clubs at schools making stuff and i was always a very like creative person i used to love drawing and that sort of thing i think it was kind of perfect for me because it was kind of a mixture of creativity and uh, problem solving because I create uh, some of my own magic so the idea is you have a, like a concept and you have to like reverse engineer how that would how that could possibly be done okay um, can you explain that a little bit then so say I have an idea I want a car to disappear and appear somewhere else so that's that's all the premise that's the that's the end goal and to get to that point, it's a, a process of putting different sleight of hand together. So through reading books or lectures and that sort of thing, mm. you accumulate uh, sort of a catalogue of, of sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of put them together like building blocks to kind of take you from point A to point B. Okay. So sometimes it's not possible <laughs> uh, or it just hasn't, it's very hard to do something or the technique hasn't been invented yet. There's always people creating more and more magic, which makes it, it is, it is almost like a science to some extent. Yeah. I didn't think there was so much active uh, research or involvement with it. I imagine that, that magic is set there aren't you know once you learn it there's almost a book uh, or people to learn off and there's a set number of things and you can adapt them to fit yeah but actually to it's interesting to think about people investigating and trying out um new new developments in terms of in magic i wouldn't say every magician is like that like most performing magicians won't create create their own effects yeah there'll be mostly stuff that other people have done and they put their own sort of presentation or spin on it but there is two kind of categories within uh, the magic industry so you have the, the performers which is like me and then you have the uh, people that create magic and they they'll sell their tricks to other magicians so it's oh, kind right. of like 
Yeah, it's kind of like research and then execution. <laughs> but yeah, people don't, don't really know about that, which is... Yeah, that is interesting. Are those people, would they be well-known or do they tend to be people behind the scenes? I mean, people behind the scenes. So, like, for example, uh, if you're watching a David Blaine special, he'll have a team of, like, consultants who are also very good magicians. And they'll, like, work with him to kind of uh, create the best effect for TV. All right. So it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's a team effort and it's... That's amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. But you have to be a certain type of person for that, I think. Yeah, I'd imagine so. It's a a bit like um, some of the comedians you see on TV or here here on podcasts. Yes, exactly. And um, you you think often that a lot of them are just saying everything off the top of their head. You know, maybe Mm. they're doing some stand-up. But actually, often, if they're not just working on their own, revising and revising and working really hard on that routine, much like you, I'd imagine, that they're working with a team, you know, actually a team of writers yeah. going through the jokes, testing them all out. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's just amazing. Especially with creativity, collaboration is, is very important. You need to bat, like, uh, bat ideas off each other and kind of yeah. suggest other ideas like this could work better. We tried this. With that sort of thing, having a, a group of people really helps, which is a bit harder if you're a magician because there aren't as many magicians around. So tell me, tell me about the work you've done so far. I mean, uh, looking on your LinkedIn profile, you, you do weddings, parties, corporate yep. events, that sort of thing. Tell me a little bit about those. I do close-up magic, so any event where people are kind of standing around, could be having drinks, mingling, it could be between courses. I kind of mingle with the audience. So it's not like a, a show. It's not like every look at me and I'm on stage with assistants and that sort of thing. <laughs> I kind of just integrate with the, with the audience. So that's what, that's my favorite part about it. It's very personal and uh, it's, it's kind of an, an interaction rather than me showing off. Uh, so any event that kind of lends itself to that. So yeah, weddings is a big one, uh, especially with Britain's Got Talent now. Magic has kind of it's got a lot more of a profile than it did um, ten years ago. I think there was a period where magic wasn't so exciting, you know, on yes. t- TV. There was no, there was no where it was on TV, and then it just got it just got a bit samey. But I think um, maybe people like David Blaine have really pulled magic out to be something that's yeah. a bit more fantastical again because it, i mean just just going back to meeting you at the linkedin local i don't do magic but i know how it works as you say it's sleight of hand mm. it's a lot of practice uh, the, the card isn't really moving from this place to this place or, or is it <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I i you know i believe in science but mm. uh when you see it firsthand it's still bloody hell. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Well, I, guess, I guess that's the idea is to create yeah. a form of trick that is so impossible that people can't comprehend how that would happen. I think I think that's that's the end goal. I mean, you, you'll always get people that are more skeptical than others. But I, I studied biology uh, at uni. So <laughs> a lot of the people that I would uh, perform one would be quite analytical and scientific about it. <laughs> Wouldn't become as engrossed in the the magic as, as other people would. No, but, but I, I think it's like anything, uh, maybe watching a film, uh, science fiction film or any any film really, you've got to suspend disbelief really. You've got to just yeah. let it flow and, and be in the moment and say, well, what you're doing is actually, there's a lot of work behind that. It's, it's just, a, you know, the way you've done it is is remarkable. Um, what you've pulled off, whether whether you go, well, actually, I want to analyze this step by step. Mm. I want to look at the science here. It's, there's no fun in that. It's not, it's not, not the reason for doing it. Yeah, I guess there's, there's two... Uh, sides of being impressed as in being impressed with the actual like amazed with the trick mm-hmm. and there's like being impressed with the, the sleight of hand like you can appreciate the work that went into it so it's kind of a different there's there's different reactions depending on depending on the audience yeah exactly and i guess you, yeah, you've got to work with your crowd how easy yeah. is that is that something that you found quite easy to do as you've moved into doing this close-up stuff 
that's definitely something that takes a lot of practice um mm. i'm still learning because i've only been doing magic for four years now so yeah still learning you can learn the tricks in front of the mirror you can learn that at home by yourself but performing on actual people is is another is another ball game because you got people you got hecklers is it same <laughs> as being a stand-up comedian yeah it's, it's writing the jokes by yourself and actually performing them it's a very different sort of thing and just like crowd control like learning uh to be in the best position for that particular mm-hmm. trick so everybody gets to see it or the certain angles that don't work as well so yeah performance is definitely the hardest thing to to master it's a lot of uh character development as well <laughs> i feel um you're kind of forced to get out of your comfort zone quite a bit uh, yeah and do you, do you think that's helped in other areas like generally in marketing and, and other things that you're doing yeah i mean certainly for the networking side of things, the magic lends itself very well to networking because in its nature, you're talking to people and kind of showing them what you do, as well as telling them about what you do. You get to show them, which is quite yeah. rare with, with a networking event. Like if you, for, for example, you might be a bit harder to, to show someone what you can do, do for their business. Yeah, I need a couple of hours, really, to <laughs> yeah. have a look yeah, at their exactly. analytics. Let's have a look at your website. Yeah, and I guess it's engaging that emotional side. That's what people usually, if they're going to hire you because they're emotionally involved, not involved, <laughs> uh, they're emotionally attached to what you do in some way. So I guess it's getting to logically think our event could benefit from having him there yeah. and then emotionally think, I want my friends to feel that uh, excitement or that emotion. Yeah, that's a good point because at, at weddings, it might be that you're, yeah, from a, a job point of view, what you're doing is helping keep people entertained. You know, yeah. literally you're doing that. You're hopefully making it more something they'll remember as well, not just exactly, the wedding, yeah. but also they'll remember you. And that's good and that helps connect it with the wedding and, and it uplifts it in people's memory. Yeah. I think the same thing for corporate events. I've often thought that having someone um, doing something slightly different, you might be, uh, I don't know, I've been to many, many conferences and they can get a little dry and yeah. it's the, the really good conferences are the ones to know when people are tired and hungry <laughs> and there's no point thrusting more information down. And at that point, maybe they do want something different. It could be still be a talk, but it could be a silly talk, funny talk, or it could be someone like you coming up, maybe giving a talk about how you became a magician while you're doing card tricks or something like yeah. that. So you're, you're still going to be getting across uh, some information. You're working with the crowd. And I, I've, uh, I think that can be really good for corporate events, actually, to bring someone in either part of the presentations or in between things. This episode is sponsored by 34sp.com. They offer fast, secure and managed WordPress hosting for the low price of $9.95 a month. Now, we've moved most of our clients over to 34SP now. Um, we were previously using a shared hosting supplier. Uh, it's becoming rapidly unreliable, lots of 500 errors, very sluggish. Um, I was really impressed with 34SP speed once we moved over. It was incredibly fast um, through server and page caching. In fact, the first site we moved over went from 1.5 seconds, which is okay, to 0.4 seconds. I was incredibly impressed with the whole admin interface of WordPress when logging in and adding plugins and so on. It was incredibly speedy. 34SP also offer a free SSL certificate with Let's Encrypt, daily backup and managed core and plugin updates so your site is secure, a free website migration service, which I make full use of, a staging area to spin up a copy of your website to make tests safely, no restrictions on bandwidth, a simple control panel that I wish other hosts would copy, I really do, and great UK-based support even on the weekend, and I've used that a few times. So visit 34SP to upgrade your WordPress hosting, and when you do, use the code WPINVENTIVE at checkout. That's WPINVENTIVE, all one word, to get your first three months completely free, which is a particularly good deal. Thank you to 34SP for sponsoring Something Inventive. 
people crave that sort of unique experience. Yeah. And most people have never seen live magic before. Like most people have seen it on TV, but seeing it live is, is completely different. Yeah. Because like on TV, it could be like some camera tricks going on. But when you're seeing it right in front of you, it's it's something else. And so for people to see that when they're not expecting it, when they're expecting a boring sort of corporate event, <laughs> it kind of make it makes the whole thing a lot more memorable and, and makes the whole experience a bit more worthwhile for them, I think. I also found that it brought people together. So in the small crowd that we had, yeah, we could talk about what has just happened. So it takes away the fear of talking to other people. Because Indeed, actually yeah. now we can talk uh, we can talk about what you've just done. And actually that's quite emotional. It's quite engaging. It's quite easy. And I think that it actually deepens that conversation and, and, and relationships between the people who've just met. We've got, yeah. a, we've got a common memory, which is nice. Yeah, I think that's what it's about is providing that shared experience for a group that they can, even after I'm gone, they can have a talk about or they, they've shared that impossible experience together. It, it's going to stick in their mind and kind of create a rapport between them to some extent. And I think that's that's why it's great for weddings when like, people don't know each other, family members don't know each other. It's a great way to sort of introduce everybody to each other. <laughs> Yeah. Without, without forcing it. Now, uh, it says on your LinkedIn profile, you're award-winning. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, it was end of, uh, towards the end of last year, I put myself, well, I was asked to put myself forward for uh, the Manchester Prestige Awards. Awards, mm-hmm. sorry. And basically, they, uh, you put yourself forward and they look at your website, your business, and you have to write a little uh, sort of summary about your values, uh, what your goal is and that sort of thing. Clearly love what I put down. <laughs> I won on an order, which is pretty cool. I got this, is, I got this little frame oh, here. Right, nice. Pretty cool. I mean, I'm not sure how much it actually means, but it's a good sort of qualification to put on my <laughs> my magic magic CV, I guess. It is always nice to have award winning on there. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I mean, I did, uh, the other one is, it was quite quite soon after I started Magic, I did a uh, close-up Magic competition in one of the clubs in Manchester, and I won, uh, I won an award for best card trick, which was pretty insane. Oh, nice. <laughs> when it was like my first year of doing Magic. <laughs> Bit of a confidence boost. Yeah, definitely. Especially when it's don't know that many other magicians and I didn't spend that much time with magicians. But it was still nice to get that sort of approval from <laughs> It was a bit of an ego boost to some, to some extent. Yeah, that definitely helps, especially when you're starting out, I guess. You've also, uh, it says you performed for... Um companies and, and vip celebrations mm-hmm. uh, so there's and you mentioned two people i'm not actually sure who they are elizabeth olsen <laughs> and jessica Shear. um yeah who, who are they so <laughs> elizabeth olsen have you, have you ever seen uh, the avengers uh, anything like that yes <laughs> well she's uh, she acts the scarlet witch in that oh yeah okay yes yeah. i know who you mean yeah another one who has the force kind of, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing well it wasn't actually an event funnily enough i was actually on holiday in um in Florence with my sisters and we were sitting at a restaurant and uh, my sisters noticed that she was actually on a date a few tables above me this, this was still when I was pretty new to magic as well and my sisters were like how cool would it be if you went and performed on her <laughs> and I was like oh god <laughs> that's a lot of pressure so what I did I, I actually kind of worked my way up the tables because I, I didn't I didn't want to think I was going straight for her oh I yeah didn't... so it looks like maybe yeah the, your job is now to to do close-up magic for everyone there yeah so yeah. I was I was doing yeah. some on the other tables and then I eventually got got to her and, Clever. Her, and it went very well and yeah. uh, so that was did you great... get any video because it didn't happen it didn't i was happen if you I, didn't. yeah i was very annoyed because my sister got like this one very blurry picture but i was kind of expecting her to video it and she didn't and i was i was actually very angry <laughs> after that but yeah i forgave her just about <laughs> Darn. well i was i wanted to pick up on videoing and well i basically want to find out a little bit more about what you're doing in terms of marketing yourself mm-hmm. i think it's interesting to find out 
about different businesses and what they're doing to get more business or just yeah. get their name out there. Um, at the LinkedIn local event, I videoed you. So video, I think, is really important because actually posting that on LinkedIn gave that focus. People could chat about it again. We've got that second win from Your Magic, which was quite good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe help me as well because I'm helping funnel that in. But what other things do you do and what, what works well for you? So I think pictures and, and videos is probably the best best way to sort of draw people in, mm. uh, especially with Instagram. Uh, so I have a lot of uh, pictures of like kind of reaction shots of people like with their mouths wide open or laughing, that sort of thing. Because yeah. that's what people want at, at their event is for their guests to feel like that. And so if I can kind of get across that, the magic has that effect on people. I think that will resonate with people. I think that's a nice way of looking at any sort of marketing for um certainly for products or even services to look at the outcome and you so you're looking at the outcome that people want happy yeah. memories are being generated so they're the photos you pick i think that's a good um lesson for a lot of people who are trying to mark promote themselves is is to yeah. pick what that end goal is how how is your customer going to feel once you've delivered your service or they've got the product in their hand yeah i think i guess it's just getting in the head of your your potential buyer i think it's the main thing yeah. what are they looking for at their event what type of people are they what are they going to be looking for in someone they want to hire for their event reliability they want so reviews is a big one for me i've got uh, reviews on my website and on google and how, yeah um, so you use them on google how else do you collect reviews well i usually sometimes i have uh, messages from uh, people that have hired me saying like thank you you're amazing whatever and i put that on my instagram story sorry i didn't, I didn't mean to sound so copy there anyway, yeah i know <laughs> but yeah i kind of put that on my instagram story for people to flick, flick through on my website as well yeah. so just yeah anything that kind of shows that i'm experienced and qualified yeah the people have uh, that you people have trusted you before so it makes, yes. it makes you less of a risk i haven't got so many reviews like this but people that are sort of skeptical before they hire me and then after they hire me they're like wow that was amazing i'm so glad we had you along yeah Actually, I, th I think i've won one review like that because a lot of people will especially if they've never seen any magic before they will be a bit skeptical so if they've heard from someone in the same sort of position as them that has really loved the magic i think that will go down quite well with them what else do you use what else uh, what other techniques what um so I've started using LinkedIn a bit more now, hence why yeah. I was at the LinkedIn event, because uh, I'm trying to get into the more corporate uh, side of things. So I, the first time I posted like a video of me kind of explaining uh, why people should have a magician at their events. I saw um, that, but you know what? You didn't have any magic in there. I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. You, you, you went through and explained that in three stages <laughs> or whatever, but there's no magic. On my Instagram, I have videos of me doing like just magic to the camera. So maybe I should incorporate that a bit more. But yeah, it was, my, it was kind of my first time doing that sort of thing because I wouldn't say I'm very confident in front of the camera. I think it's something that has to be that you learn, I guess, from doing it. Well, you do. I mean, it's the same as you being confident in front of people in real life. Yeah. I mean, you're you're used to that now and it's the same with the camera you just get used to it time and time again so so with with videos i mean i'll, I'll see if i can bring up your website and we'll just show um, a couple on here so this is just on your weddings page you've got a little video it's quite yeah. classy, a little bit of slow motion yeah, you, yeah fiddling with the cards um <laughs> it's it, it's very nice so how did you put this together so i actually got a uh, at, at an event this, this was in manchester uh, i met a videographer at an event i was doing and we got in contact i, I, I liked his stuff and then i asked him if he could film me and then yeah he filmed it and he did a great job so he, he's filmed uh, two of my videos and I, I have another mate who's uh, a videographer in Cheltenham now so if I do any more stuff he's going to film that I think it, it's definitely worthwhile because you can see you can see the tricks you can see the reactions it's, yeah 
I mean, you've got you've got static photos further down on the page, but actually that video, it's really nice to see exactly how these things work. Demonstrates you in a real environment so they can say, well, I've got that yeah. wedding. Yeah, it kind of shows them what it's going to look like a bit more than a photo can and how I kind of work work with the with the crowd, I guess. Yeah, no, it's come across really well. What other what other things are working well for you in terms of marketing? So a big one is is word of mouth with what I do. Same with most uh, entertainers. Mm, referrals, yeah. So yeah, I did an event at Queen's Club in London. Very, very nice venue, quite quite an exclusive venue. So like ordinarily, it's it's quite hard to get into that mm-hmm. unless you know people. So I actually got, I had a, a mate who was a member there and he got me a gig there. And someone at that event got me another gig and someone at the other gig got me another gig. <laughs> Good, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And do, do you, um, so the people you meet, do you follow them up in any way? So like yes. the LinkedIn local, how, how do you do that? Yeah, so process? I, if I meet someone at event i'll give them my business card and if they have them if they have a business card themselves i'll take that and i usually try and find them on linkedin and if i can't i'll just send them and send them an email a uh, link to my website maybe a video attached because yeah people forget i found like when i was starting out people would be like yeah we'll hire you and then you never hear from them <laughs> i mean that happens and it, yeah well, sometimes people are just being nice yeah, yeah or, or they do forget I, i've often found that i haven't got one in front of me let me see if i can i can grab one but i haven't had i haven't had business cards for ages but i always found that um didn't always work and sometimes actually it's quite nice for them to have something they can pin up so I, yeah. I just put a load of pictures of uh all the different things i've been doing and different places so they can see that i'm i'm real i know people they're all having a good time yeah and I, I think having something that people can keep like that is better but then as you say following it up actually taking that next that is step definitely the main the main thing i don't know if you've heard of this uh, using a service called bomb bomb actually they're, they're one of the sponsors in this um in the show this bit's not sponsored <laughs> but um i've been using it to send proposals is this the video he was was that guy on your podcast yeah yeah that's right jonathan yeah. Mar- I, I, I think Mar- i've had a chat to him on linkedin actually he got yeah me. yeah oh really brilliant yeah He's, yeah he was really good actually gave some brilliant tips i, I yeah. really like jonathan but i've been using that software to tr- to test it out for um <laughs> proposals for that very reason to help because you can speak to someone on the phone and maybe collect their email but actually if you send that video through especially if they've met you in person it can help the connection stay a bit longer deeper yeah. relationship this episode is sponsored by bombbomb.com whether you're in sales customer success business development or leadership you're probably at your best when you're face to face with someone just like this that's why bombbomb has created a way to quickly and easily send simple personal videos directly from your email inbox Now, I've always felt at a disadvantage communicating in text, particularly via email. So I've been using BombBomb to send explainer videos alongside my proposals. It's easier for me to explain all the details about a project without it ending up like a wall of text that I know people won't read. Using personal video also allows me to share my personality and enthusiasm, which can be hard to get across with text. So with BombBomb, your emails can feel as warm and personal as a face-to-face meeting, which will help create a better customer experience, increase conversion, and build a stronger professional relationships. If you'd like to see examples of how sales, marketing, and customer success professionals are using email videos in their business, then go to vid.us slash something inventive, and you'll be sent 10 video examples from real users. You'll also get to hear from Jonathan, who was a guest on my podcast, and he's given me some really good tips when presenting in video particularly for using these whiteboards and pens. Plus, you'll also get a chance to set up a free trial of the software yourself. So visit vid.us slash somethinginventive to get 10 video examples from real users. Thank you for BombBomb for sponsoring Something Inventive.
No, that's cool. Um, now, something we we were trying to do, or something I wanted to see if you could do, is a magic trick. Um, yes. Whether you can do a magic trick over this podcast that will also work in audio. So yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do our best. Yeah. So this is this is the first time for me. <laughs> I think the best thing is to do is kind of describe what's happening. Okay. So I have a deck of cards here. I'm gonna leave this uh, in the screen the whole time. It's in a card box. Um, so you're gonna keep an eye on that and make sure I can't can't touch yes. it. So as a magician, you kind of learn how to anticipate people's behavior. You kind of mm-hmm. you can kind of look at someone and say they're this type of person or they they make this decision in this particular circumstance so we're going to do that with you now okay so i want you to imagine that you have a deck of cards in your hands yeah okay i'm imagining <laughs> good imagine it <laughs> he's holding his hands up as well as if he's imagining it. that's good uh i want you to spread spread those cards out in front of you face up okay okay right done you got yep. all the cards face in front of you yeah and you're going to hold your finger above above the imaginary deck of cards i'm going to move it left okay. to right Okay, and you're gradually going to come down and land on one card. Okay, and I'm not going to tell you what that is, obviously. Not, not yet, not, not yet. yet. Okay, done. Okay, so your finger's landing on that card. You're going to turn that face down. Okay. Okay, so your okay. card is the only face down card amongst all the face up cards. That's right. Would you, would you agree that there's no way I could know which card you turned? Not possible, no. Not possible. <laughs> I'm not turning for, for the people who are listening. I'm I'm pretending to do this. I, I, I pretended. <laughs> yeah, to it's all it's all imaginary. It is not possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as I said, I'm I'm good at anticipating behaviour, and I have a deck of cards here. And before <laughs> this, I actually turned one card over. So for the first time, tell everybody what was the card that you turned over in your imagination? Um, the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. Yeah. That's crazy. I actually turn one card face down. Can you see this? Yeah. All the cards are face up. Yeah. So he's removed the he's removed the cards from the pack. One face down card. Yeah. The ace of spades. Yeah. Ace of spades. There you are. That worked really well. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, that's perfect. That's brilliant. Right. Going to make sure that we're in, we include that in the extract. Yeah. Um, that, that's brilliant, actually. It's a really good way of showing how magic can transcend lots of barriers. You don't yeah, have to do well, yeah, I did my best. <laughs> nice. Hopefully, perfect. Hopefully Thank you. Thank, no, it, it did. Perfect. Thank you. Um, just before we finish off, um, is there, like, in your day-to-day life or, um, or, or home or work, uh, is there a recommended tool, app, book or podcast that you um that you love that i can share with the audience Ooh, okay. <laughs> well let me think about this i think any sort of note-taking app for just getting down ideas uh it doesn't even have to be an app it can just be like a notebook i have a notebook at home like, around me all the time just because kind of coming up with ideas in my subconscious so i think having a good place to immediately write them down so you have a collection of ideas is a great thing to do especially if you're developing new marketing ideas so just yeah keep keep track of your ideas and and they might not seem useful at that point but in the future they might be useful so just write everything down i would say i think that's a really good tip actually a lot of i I find a lot of people might have ideas but they'll write them down or note them different places having one place whether it's like a a little notebook or um i use i use notes on on my iphone yeah I think that's crucial because actually you get all ideas all the time. You're probably having them when you're going to sleep, when you're in the shower, when you're driving somewhere and you need, well, not when you're driving, obviously stop, pull over, <laughs> then write the idea down. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a really good tip. I like that. Uh, and another thing is, this might not be relevant to everyone, but 
I find every time I perform, after every gig, I'll kind of write down a report of how it went. So I'll write down what tricks worked well, what didn't work so well, what I need to improve for next time. And also write down uh, the contacts I met, uh, maybe describe the conversation we had um, or their appearance. Just so like if I follow up with an email, I can kind of talk about something we we chatted about at the event. It just makes it a bit more personal. A lot of people receive spam emails all the time. So It does. I I like the idea of that. I try and do something similar with their business card. So I'll write on their business card what we spoke about in brief yeah. like a couple of keywords so so when i go back to them i'm not looking foolish i'm giving yeah. them the right information and and, and you as don't you forget say, which person it is especially when you meet a lot of people you can it get does happen sometimes. yeah it does especially yeah. people who know you and go hi ben and like <laughs> I'll, I'll I, I, was, I was coming out of um what was it a meetup a wordpress meetup and i went mm-hmm. down to the bar because we were just having a few drinks downstairs and the woman behind the bar went oh hi ben <laughs> and i was thinking do i know you were you at school was i at school with you university if i met you at conference or whatever it was and it was only till i sat down that i i, stopped, I said and i, I just couldn't, couldn't think who it was I really didn't know. And they pointed yeah. to my name badge that I had on here, which said Ben in big letters. I was like, yeah. that felt so foolish. <laughs> Silly me. Anyway, um, where can we find you online? What's the best place? If people want to talk to you more about the, or, or hire you, where can they go and find you? Ideally, what my website, go to my website, I have an inquiry mm-hmm. for which you kind of fill in. Tell me a bit about your event and I can send you back with a quote. So the yeah, website is rodhandymagic.com. Um, that's R-O-D-H-A-N-D-E magic.com. And another one would be my Instagram, uh, which is at rodhandymagic. And I got a bit of stuff on YouTube, but all the all the YouTube videos are linked uh, on my website. So that'll be the easiest way to get to that. Website's the best. Uh, and then LinkedIn. It's uh, Rod Handy on LinkedIn. Great. Yeah, I recommend you do. It's certainly uh, certainly worth saying hello if you, if you yeah. meet Rod, Rod at any event. Well, thank you very much. If, if, Thanks a lot. If people- if people want to find me, I'm at Ben Kinnaird on Twitter. Um, you can email us at uh, hellorotherinvented.com. You can find the show notes for this episode, so I'll make sure your uh, links to all your stuff are, are on that. That's on ratherinventive.com slash podcast. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube feed. And, and that includes you, Rod, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see everything. Or if you use um, audio only, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, something like that. You can support this podcast by rating us on iTunes. That'd be, it's really nice. It's a, it's a brilliant way for other people to find the podcast if you like it. Uh, you can check out our sponsors. Do, do get, uh, have a look at them. Uh, and finally, you can get in touch if you need helping to build a sane and sustainable approach to your marketing. Get in touch with me. Thank you very much, Rob. Good speaking to you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks, everyone.